Welcome to the Hero Realm. I'm Josh Brown. I'm Nick Rust. And this week we've got, let's see, a season finale, a series finale, and two more movies to cover. True that. So, here we go. So, first of all, we do have a little bit of news to go over from this week. Well, from this past however many days. I know one of them being the Supernatural released their uh, start date, which would be October 8th, right? Mm Mm-hmm. 8 o'clock. And that should run uh, seven straight weeks into leading up to the series finale, which will have, like we talked about, a uh, preview or like an hour special beforehand Mm -hmm. at 8. Yeah. So they'll have to go, you know, go over the whole series, probably talk to some cast and crew. Right. And then the uh, actual finale will be at nine o'clock. Yeah. And that's going to be on the 19th of November. Yeah. So that should take us all the way through. Right. And yeah, which that's what, just about a month away from them starting more or less. It's getting there. Yeah. So following that, we've actually got actually the most of the news that we have for the for what we're at right now is actually a lot of marvel news mainly starting with they finally have a possibility of who the villain could be for spider-man 3 which that being craven the hunter which in terms of his backstory in this version of spider-man he actually has a bit of roots to hunting in wakanda wakanda so we could possibly have a um, occurrence of Black Panther possibly in Spider-Man 3, which what we've actually learned a lot from what we've gone over the past few weeks is Marvel Phase 4 and so on. Most of the movies are actually going to feature multiple characters. So, yeah, for the most part, we've got that. And then... And this is also goes in with the fact that Mark Ruffalo has actually said that he would like to return to the MCU as the Hulk. But we could be getting a new version of Hulk at some point. Mm. The Immortal Hulk. Mm. Which, as we know, we have Smart Hulk that appeared in Endgame. Yeah. Which is mainly Bruce Banner, but in control. control. Well, there's a version past that called Doc Green, which is the Hulk in control. But then the Immortal Hulk... What, what is it the Hulk in control of the regular body? <laughs> Can't you see just some regular guy running around? It's, <laughs> it's a more intelligent okay. Hulk in control of the okay. Hulk Cause, body. Because right now you got, you got the Hulk. He looks like the Hulk, but he's got the smarts of... Uh, what's the character's name? Uh, Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner. So how about we get someone who looks like Bruce Banner, <laughs> but acts like the Hulk? That guy would be thrown in the same asylum. <laughs> well, Doc Green is apparently a version of the Hulk, which is a more intelligent Hulk, but in, in control of his own body. Mm. So pretty much no banner sort of whatsoever. Now, Immortal Hulk is even more intelligent Hulk. It's practically you have Bruce Banner during the day, but Bruce Banner is dead for at least a couple hours before Immortal Hulk comes out. Oh, okay. Yeah, Immortal Hulk is nocturnal. Mm. <laughs> but the weird thing is, when he seeks out his victims, he actually has intelligent conversations with them before he smashes them. Mm. He mainly seeks out who he's, whoever he's seeking out. He'll tell them why, why he's going to pound them. And then they does. he does. 
But that actually could... Well, that's mainly the strongest version of the Hulk to date. And from what it... It could actually turn into mainly the Hulk being a villain that the Avengers would actually have to mm. come about and face. Which, of course, the Avengers now being consistent consisted of... We don't know at the moment. Right. But then again, like we mentioned last episode with the fact of the next Captain Marvel movie being sort of like another Civil War type. Mm -hmm. Be interesting to see what happens with that. And we actually do have a, a minor confirmation of possibly a S.H.I.E.L.D. sequel series on Disney Plus mm. called Agents of Sword. Mm. So, we don't really know much information about that yet, but if anything does come up, we'll definitely let you know about it. And then, news that dropped today is that Sony and Marvel are pretty much working on a Spider-Man versus Venom Ooh, film. Really? So, mainly, from what we know right now, we know Venom 2 has already completed filming. Right. And Tom Holland, as far as I know, depending on... I'm wondering how this is going to work now, especially with uh, Captain Marvel 2, unless this is something more with Sony. I believe Tom Holland is only, is only right now signed on for one more solo movie and a team-up movie, which the team-up movie would most likely be Spider-Man versus Venom. Right. But from... Well, the events of Venom 2... <clears throat> mainly will pretty much lead into most likely the arrival of also the Sinister Six. Mm. So, but this also sort of links to Morbius as well. Right. Because there was actually, from what I've heard, there's a trailer that, a new, a new trailer for Morbius that came out, and it mainly has Michael Keaton's Vulture conversing with Morbius. Hmm. And in Morbius's cell in the prison, there's a picture of Spider-Man with the word murderer, which pretty much leads into the whole whatever the working title ends up being yeah. for Spider-Man 3. But Vulture is pretty much, or, well, Tombs, I guess we should say, is pretty much conversing with Morbius and pretty much wants to turn him into a vampire to be to ally with him to defeat mm. Spider-Man. Now, in terms of the Sinister Six, though, <clears throat> there are already two members of the Sinister Six in the same prison. Tombs, which is Vulture, and also Scorpion. Mm. So, but, yeah, but apparently Tom Holland, is, as Spider-Man, is supposed to make an appearance in the post credit scene of Venom 2. Okay. Which could most likely lead into what we're looking at at this point. So that's actually it for the mm -hmm. news for this past week or so. So now on to Supergirl. No, Supergirl. Stargirl. Stargirl. One of the girls. <laughs> so now on to the season finale of Stargirl and the series finale of S.H.I.E.L.D. So you want to take this one? Well, it starts out from the lead picks up after the the previous episode when all the uh, everybody all the adults are in their little trances mm -hmm. and this one it starts with that um that beth 
frees Pat and Justin from their trances. So that way they, so then they start to fight uh, Sportsmaster and Tigress. Mm-hmm. And then um, I, I must have looked away or something. I don't remember this part, but Cindy killed the Dragon King. Yeah, mainly what happened <laughs> from what I remember, <clears throat> I think it was at one point when Solomon Grundy got free. Yeah, he got he got free. But somehow the cell that Cindy was in unlocked. Right. And mainly the first person she went after was the Dragon okay. King. And it was just about it was while Justin was fighting the Dragon King that Cindy ended up killing okay. him. I- I, I missed that part. I don't know what I was doing, <laughs> but I just totally missed that part. So then, uh, like you said, then um, Solomon Grundy gets released, mm. who then fights with uh, with old Stripesy and his little robot thing. Yeah. And when he eventually, like, you know, um, hour, then Hour Man jumps in mm. and starts beating on Solomon Grundy, but he doesn't kill him. He decides to spare him. Right. And just tells him, don't ever come back here. So then he took... So, Grundy just kind of disappears, and we don't know what happened to him after that. Yeah, which I think, I think I've heard rumors that Solomon Grundy is supposed to appear in next season. Oh, probably. All the all the people that didn't die will probably be back next season. But I did see that. But I think the reason why Our Man spared him was because his hour was up. Yeah, well, maybe he's like, yeah. um, I'm out of power. Yeah, just go. <laughs> so then they had a uh, then um, Wildcat is down in the sewer and all of a sudden it's like henry jr appears so he's mm-hmm. like are you thinking like did he not die then she realizes no that's not that's his father disguised as him yeah. and she ends up killing brainwave right and then the um then uh icicle meanwhile is fighting with uh courtney and all them mm-hmm. and then he takes barbara hostage well before that he kills Beth's goggles. That's right. He kills. Yeah, I forgot about that. He destroys her goggles. Yeah. And then he takes Barbara hostage. You know, tries to get her to come on their their side. Mm-hmm. But you know, she's and then um, while during the fight, the uh, icicle he's got all his his armor's like down. Right. And then all of a sudden, he comes in, gets hit by a truck. Yeah. And shatters, so he's pretty much dead. He pretty much meets a very yeah comical end. Yeah. So yeah, he's he's dead. And then um, you have that one guy. What's his name? Um, um, the, the gambler dude. He kind of yeah. I don't remember his character name. Well, I he, just remember he, we know him as the gambler. So yeah. So he kind of like he escaped and he. I know, think he did escape. Yeah, I don't I remember mean, much happened to him. Yeah, because the only time that we really saw him was when Beth hacked into his system, and pretty much distracted and right. him to get to pretty much break yeah. the. So then, so now then. Um, that kind of leads us into this who's going to be the villains of this next season. Right. Which has uh, one of them being Shade, mm-hmm. who is kind of there in the picture. Or... Yeah. And I mean, like I said a couple episodes back, we have seen Shade once before mm-hmm. in the Arrowverse. And that was actually in, I believe it was season three. It was, I think it was season three of Flash. Right. And we really didn't get much of a depiction of him yeah. because... Well, he, he looks like he's going to be one of the main villains of this next season, along with uh, Eclipso, who was the one, the the, the gem that, yeah. that Cindy found. Right. So those are going to be the new villains, along with the, probably the ones that survived 
this season for next year. And then one other appearance that we got, which I'm actually interested to see how this goes over, but we got the appearance of Starman. Right, at the very end, a Sylvester Pemberton. Something like that. He comes knocking at the door looking for old Pat Dugan. Yeah, and he's he, like, uh, he moved away. Yeah. Who are you? I'm Sylvester Pemberton. So, yeah, so he somehow survived. Yeah. So that'll be a big, uh, find out how that happened next mm-hmm. season. Yeah. So... Yeah, but I'm excited for next season, yeah. especially after how this season went. Right. And I'm and honestly, except for that one filler episode, I would have to give the well, if it weren't for that episode, I'd probably give this season a ten out of ten. Yeah. But I'd probably have to say because of that filler episode, I'd probably give the season at least a nine and a half. Yeah. It's pretty good. I'll I'll say nine. The uh next year they said well, it's gonna be like a summer show, I take it again. Most likely, because well, with every with the schedule being all jumbled the way it is, it'll yeah. be a mid a mid season or or a summer show next year. Yeah, from what some people are saying, it'll probably season two will probably come up around May, like it did yeah. this year. So we got a, a year to wait for. Yeah, it. but we we know it it will it will be here eventually. Mm-hmm. Along with everything else, except for this show, the next show we're about to talk about, right? Which is gone forever. Yeah, Shield. Yeah, two-hour finale. Yeah, honestly, and for anyone that doesn't realize this, S.H.I.E.L.D. actually, back in Season 5, they had what we would probably call the perfect yeah, end. Yeah, that was going to be their, that was going to be it, and then all of a sudden they got renewed for like two more years. Yeah, because I know when we first saw the fact of the whole Season 5 finale, there was an article that came out that the way they named it they pretty much ended it to where it could work whether they got renewed or not. Right. But, I mean, because they titled that episode The End. Right. Which I'm guessing that pretty much worked out with season six being coming in. The season five with Coulson pretty much dead. Yeah. The end of Coulson. But, of course, we had Coulson throughout, sort of Coulson in season six and... Mm-hmm. LMD Colson in season seven. Right. Yeah, it's Sarge. Yeah. Coulson, season six. So. So start main, with the first hour. Right. So. Yeah. So mainly in the first hour, it's pretty much. I actually don't remember. Well, they uh, they get on the Chronicon ship. Mm-hmm. And because they, Daisy's looking for uh, Deacon Simmons because they you remember they were captured. Right. From the episode prior to that. Right. And then, um, which mainly the Chronicons were still trying to get the memories of, of Fitz out of Simmons. Right. So that's why, so Sybil, you know, plans to use Daisy to, to get Simmons to kind of remember mm-hmm. what, where, uh, uh, Fitz is. Right. But, um, so then Daisy, uh, and Nathaniel, let's see, wait, uh, Daisy manages the hero. Daisy talk her down, forcing Nathaniel to knock Cora out and have her powers transferred to him. That's right. So then Cora's powers get transferred to Nathaniel. Right. And then um, when they get back on the ship, uh, Garrett there wants to try to destroy it, but uh, Yo-Yo and May capture him and, and neutralize his powers. Right. And then... He ends up dead. Yeah. Well, they try to force him to stop the explosion. Right. And then uh, so Nathaniel leaves Garrett to die. But then they all survive, and then Garrett uh, joins the agents to teleport them to the bar, only for him to be killed 
by the other agents there. Yeah. Which, at this point, pretty much all the members of S.H.I.E.L.D. over the years pretty much all got the same message. Right. Which is all pretty much pieces of a puzzle, more or less. Which somehow Simmons knows how to put it together. Well, she she remembers that the key to, that she was looking for was what opened the portal to right. bring Fitz there. Because then, at the very end of the episode, Fitz does... Fitz comes in. Fitz comes in. But Simmons, you know, doesn't remember. Him. Right. And then once we get into hour two, it's mainly the mainly the plan to take down the Chronicons completely. Right. And we also get the kind a, of the backstory of Fitz and Simmons. Right. And a mention a mention of the quantum realm. Yeah. Quantum, which well, I never even dreamed that they would have brought the quantum realm from, into yeah from uh from uh, Ant Man Ant Man and uh. Endgame. True. That's you know, that was the whole basis of, of Endgame was the mm. quantum realm. Right. So mainly pretty much entrapping them in the quantum realm to pretty much defeat them. Right. And Daisy through all this is has is going up against Nathaniel. And of course, I mean she's prepared to make the ultimate sacrifice. Yeah, she, to kill herself to kill every to kill Sybil and all the Chronicoms. Right. But then yeah, Cora actually ends up reviving her. Yeah, so once she does do that, Cora, yeah, gets her revives her back, mm-hmm. and then, um, and then uh, Fitz and Simmons. You see the backstory of how them how how long they were there trying to build this time machine and do all this. And right. Evidently, it's been quite a while because they have a daughter mm-hmm. who ends up is obviously going to be Deke's mom. Yeah. So she's I don't know eight or nine yeah so they, they it's been it's been several years between them building their time machine and then going back and then right doing all this because though because after uh the ship gets you know and every and civil and all the chronicoms are dead mm-hmm. they uh fitz and simmons return to the pod and then their daughter yeah and the people who are guarding the pod are like where'd you guys come from yeah so then, after all that, you see it's been about a year, mm-hmm. and the team is gathered around, like, virtually. They're not really there. Right. They're kind of virtually there, just talking, and, and you kind of see what everybody has been doing mm-hmm. for the past year. You got Fitz and Simmons are kind of retired just to raise their daughter. Right. May is teaching at the Colson Academy. Yeah. Mac is still uh, leading S.H.I.E.L.D. with, uh, with Yo-Yo. Mm-hmm. And then Daisy is uh, out exploring with uh, the, the universe with right. Sousa and Cora. And then Colson, well, L and D Colson, finds his old car from mm-hmm. back in the early seasons. Which I don't remember it being able to transform well, and it, fly. It's, it, remember, uh, Max said he's a mechanic. Oh. He was able to do some modifications. Right. So he gets in it and just kind of modifies up and flies away. And, mm-hmm. he, and then the last word he says, cool. <laughs> it just yeah. flies away. Which I'm thinking, so is Colson just traveling the world? Or... Probably. Because I'm almost thinking if if Agents of Sword becomes a reality, that ending might actually lead into that. Yeah, they could definitely bring in some people from that show. Yeah, I mean, bring Mac and Yo-Yo back. Yeah, because they're bring, actually still working on Shield. Bring Daisy back. Yeah. Because <laughs> which I'm still wondering. Well, I guess since they're back in the original timeline. Yeah, because they went through the quantum realm, they were able to go back to the original timeline, which makes the fact of everybody still being able to stay alive. Right. 
Yeah, and then Sousa is pretty much just more of an out of time yeah. character. And but... Deke, they left him. He's he's back in the eighties because mm -hmm. he's like a rock star. So yeah, he, so he's back there doing his own thing. And I love the fact that Daisy mentioned that she showed Sousa ET, and he pretty much. Oh yeah. So. So yeah, that's it. No more Marvel TV shows until uh, Disney Plus gets one. Yeah, because I know we've got at least Falcon and Winter Soldier coming up at some point this year, hopefully. Yeah. But one division should definitely be some point near the end of the year. Yeah. So. So that's all for that. Mm-hmm. And now I'd like to take a short break from the podcast to mainly bring up a way that you can help us. Now, with a small monthly donation every month, you can help us to bring this podcast to you every week, like we have been. Now, yes, we have working equipment, microphones, computer, everything that we need, except a camera. And yes, a camera mainly because we would maybe even like to live stream. And by doing that... We can not just make it about us, but make it about you guys as well. So, like I said, with a small monthly donation, you can definitely help us. And the link to the support is in the description of the episode, and I believe also in the description of the podcast. And now it's time, time for the next part of Following the Past. Yeah, today we have Black Panther and... And Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man Homecoming. So, which one was first? Homecoming or Black Panther? It was Homecoming. Okay. Homecoming came out in 2017. Panther was in 2018. Okay. So, Spider-Man Homecoming is, of course, another Spider-Man first movie type thing. Right. But thankfully, it's not an origin story. Right. Yes, we've already seen sort of that. Yeah, we've seen pretty much the same origin for Spidey, but it's been a little different in how the webbing is and yeah. whatnot. But in terms of this, he's had his powers for at least a few months, and he's been mainly on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> but he's got his old suit that is pretty much the first suit that he ever wore and mainly any of the Spider-Man type stuff. And... So, Tony Stark gives him a new suit, which also, this also pretty much comes right after Civil War. Yeah. So. That was the first appearance of Tom Holland's Spider-Man, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And Civil also War. the first appearance of T'Challa's Black Panther. Right. Yeah, they were, they both appeared before their origin stories. Right. Before they, or for, they had, for their own films. Mm-hmm. So, but also, and I think I may have mentioned this last week, but. Um, Civil War and even Homecoming wasn't the first appearance of Peter Parker in the MCU. Mm -hmm. Actually, a child that Tony saved in Iron Man 2, that was Peter Parker. Yeah. Or at least it's been confirmed by other sources that that was Peter Parker. Peter Parker, pick up, pick up. So, I mean, in loan, when you look at the year difference, mm -hmm. it kind of makes sense. Yeah. So, main. Our main villain here is Vulture, who happens to be the father of Peter's love interest in this movie. So, yeah, mainly it's practically just a jumble of Peter just trying to keep his secret identity safe and everything else. Yeah. 
And he pretty much gets himself into quite a bit of trouble when he decides to take the training wheels off the suit Mm -hmm. and pretty much go all out and not know anything about all the different webbings he has and everything else. And But one thing I hate, and this is more in, in Far From Home, and we'll get to this more there, but I hate the fact that if Peter's going to say he loves a group, make sure it's the right group <laughs> when they play Back in Black, mm-hmm. because that's ACDC, not right. Led Zeppelin. Right. But we'll get to that more when we go over Far From Home. But... Yeah, mainly it's just the fact that Tombs is pretty much raiding different armored trucks and shield and whatnot just to get different parts for his suit, more or less. And it finally ends with... Well, he sort of saved Tombs, didn't he? Mm -hmm. In a way? I don't remember. It's been so long since I've seen it. I mean, I know for the fact of just... Well, it was mainly Stark's plane that they were trying to raid at the very mm-hmm. end and then yeah peter pretty much saves him even with the wearing the old suit yeah and then at that point tony pretty much offers peter a spot on the avengers yep. and he turns him down <laughs> so how, how would you rank the spy the, the three people that's played spider-man rate in order huh well, let's see. Toby Maguire was college, wasn't he? Yeah. Andrew Garfield was high school. Tom Holland, probably younger high school. I would have to... the How I would rank them... Toby is number one. Okay. Tom Holland is number two. Andrew Garfield is uh, number three. I was right there with you. That's all I was thinking, too. Because, honestly... I mean... It's and, hard. It's hard when you when the, the original player the person who plays the character, it's always hard to beat because then you identify that character with that person. Because mm-hmm. when you look at it, Tobey Maguire played Spider Man when Spider Man, the rights were owned by yeah. Fox. Andrew Garfield was Sony, and Tom Holland somewhat was Sony, but more with Marvel. Right. And one of the few I think that the where. I think the uh, it's not the original is the best is definitely Batman with uh, Christian Bale. I think by far the best. True, and he wasn't the original, but you know most of the time when you think of the actors, it's just it's always like the original person who plays them is usually exactly. The best. And the way I look at it now with the only now Andrew Garfield wasn't a bad no, Spider Man. I enjoyed the movie, but they could have definitely done more with him. Yeah. I mean, he pretty much went from practically the, Spy- the Spider-Man animated series that I grew up with in terms of making his own. Wasn't there supposed to be a third one and they just never got around to it because the, the rights got changed over? I think I want. Let's see. I know with Fox before it went over to Sony, there was actually a fourth one in the works there. Oh. Then I think with Amazing Spider-Man, I believe there was a third one in the works. But then the rights got sold to Marvel. Right. Or Disney, and, mainly. Yeah, and then they, they wanted their own person to reboot it. So right. They got Tom Holland. Yeah, and like we said, we should see Tom Holland in a post credit scene of Venom 2. So we're pretty much looking at not just the MCU here, but the SPMCU, which is pretty much Sony Pictures and Marvel Cinematic right. Universe. 
because they're pretty much working together in terms of Venom and everything. Yeah. So. So into Black Panther now? Yeah, which I probably won't give my own rating on Spider-Man, these new ones, until we get to Homecoming. Far, from, far, from yeah, Home, far From Home, which will be part of next week's grouping. Which is the, uh, the final episode of the season, which will cover uh, Infinity War. Captain Marvel, Marvel, Endgame, and Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. The final four. Of, the final four of Maze. Yeah, and, and any news that comes out. So right. That'll be the last episode. Next and then probably whatever news comes out between while we're on hiatus, we'll probably bring out a bonus episode, yeah. maybe like second week of September mm-hmm. or something, which will probably be, if anything, after the 10th to the 14th, because I'll be in Pigeon Forge mm-hmm. those few days. But... Yeah, it actually kind of works out, especially with the fact that we don't really have anything on. No, there's nothing on now. Which, actually, a little bit of news I forgot about was there's been some speculation on who the Phase 5 Big Bad could be. It could either be Galactus, which I know for a fact is a Fantastic Four villain, or it could also be Arnim Zola, who we haven't seen since Civil War, or not Civil War, but Winter Soldier. Mm. So... Yeah, there's those possibilities as well. But, yeah, so pretty much now on to Black Panther. So, now Black Panther, it was sort of an origin story, but still, even though he's not as well-known as some of the other Marvel heroes, they did an awesome job with the movie. They did a really good job. Like I said, he he already appeared in Civil War before this. Right. It was the first standalone movie. They did a really good job with Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, and I'm not. We're not saying any of the other standalone movies no. are worse. This was just a. It was really well done, right? Which I know Black Panther is supposed. To, Black Panther Two is supposed to come out, I think, sometime in the next year or so. With everything else, depending. It's on... hard to. It's hard to pinpoint when movies are coming out. Yeah, with everything going on. Yeah, which another thing, it's almost. It's pretty much very probable now that Black Widow could be a video on demand mm-hmm. release. But there's still no true confirmation on it yet. But Black Panther, it's pretty much set in Wakanda, which we actually saw in Civil War, because that's where they took Bucky to be pretty much rejuvenated, more or less. But, yeah, mainly what we have is just... We start out pretty much... In the past, with the person who is currently the Black Panther, but which is, I believe, T'Challa's father, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. But mainly, when you go through Black Panther, T'Challa is, of course, has been named King of Wakanda after his father's death. But there's always this competition that they have to pretty much. See if anyone can pretty much overthrow the king. So until it, pretty much no one has been able to throw over, overthrow T'Challa until Killmonger comes onto the scene. Oh, Michael B. Jordan. Yes. Not Michael Basketball Jordan. Or, yeah. Which is also a B. But yeah. <laughs> but Michael B. Jordan, who also <laughs> went on to play Human Torch yeah. in the Fantastic Four remake. But so he comes in. Pretty much, almost kills yeah. T'Challa. Yeah, he just owned him. <laughs> yeah, so pretty much he was found in the snow. 
in a coma, pretty much on the verge of death. He finally wakes up, and they're more or less trying to find pretty much getting back to full strength. And they pretty much get, which Killmonger, he has different views of how Wakanda should be run. He figures they should have weapons and whatnot and pretty much overthrow the entire world. Well, T'Challa eventually returns and goes up against Killmonger again. But this time, it's kind of different just because they're both in their own versions of the Black Panther suit. But most of their fight ends up happening down in the little monorail type system which pretty much negates the suit's powers, which how he mainly ends up defeating and practically killing Killmonger. So, of course, T'Challa goes back to being king and starts actually opening up the ideas of not just keeping the sources of Wakanda to themselves, especially after making a Wakanda-type area in Oakland, then also talking to the United Nations, which was all in the post and mid-credit scenes. And then, of course, just like every other hero that we've had throughout, we also get the Black Panther will return and the next Avengers movie. Yes. So, that's pretty much, that's pretty much the basis of Black Panther. And I'm actually kind of interested to see what's going to happen in the second one, especially because we don't really know too much about that one yet. No, uh-uh. I mean, because the only real news that we've got on any of the MCU movies is Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, Captain Marvel, and that's really been about it on that news. Yeah. And also Thor of Love and Thunder. But, yeah, that's really about it for Black Panther, and honestly, I would have to give Black Panther, the first one at least, a 10 out of 10. Yeah, they did a really good. It was really good. Yeah. Because yeah, for a character that was not as well known as like Captain America and Thor and all those others. Exactly. But yeah, then the good good way of uh, bringing it into the split kind of how the different tribes mm-hmm. were and how, you know, how Wakanda's, even though it kind of looks like a, uh, like a, like a, pre like a cult like a you know like a tribal kind of thing but they have like all this technology right it's high technology like they, you would not expect a place like that to have yeah because you've got the vibranium yeah. which is pretty much they saved the cia guy with it they captain america's shield was made made of vibranium right. and not only that but also the vehicles that they used but right. those chase scenes were awesome yeah yeah, it was very good. But yeah, definitely a 10 out of 10 yeah. on Black Panther. But yeah, next week, like we said, will be our season finale. If you have any other filler that I, that you want us to do besides just covering the end of Phase 3, which we will definitely cover next week, just, I mean, let us know at the Hero Room group page or email us at herorealmpod at yahoo.com. So... Until next week, as we always say, keep your eyes peeled, keep your ears open, and stay heroic. Bye. Adios.